Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of TMG. That's Tell Me Something Good. Well, I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey, real quick, guys, before we get started, don't forget to join our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Guys, I'm super excited to be here tonight. I know you say, Travis, look, man, you're always excited. You're always amped up. That's because I try to be, no matter what I do, look at the best positive things that I can. So excited to be here, guys. Look, in a very short time, this show has been heard all around the world, places like Japan, the Philippines, Nepal, Vietnam. Guys, I'm so glad that you're tuning in wherever you may be tuning in right now. And before we jump right into it, I got to give a shout out to my best supporter, my biggest fan, guys, my lovely wife, Nicole. Nicole, I know you're watching. I know you're listening. That's your shout out for today. Guys, you're really going to enjoy the show tonight. I know you are. Hey, Laura Hunter, I see you watching, girl. How you doing? Listen, the show tonight it's going to be something that's going to be really, really great. Uh, it's going to captivate uh, if you're listening. So if you're tuning in, tune in just a little bit closer because it's going to get real, real good real soon. Guys, today's topic that we're going to talk about is under a spell. Have you missed guys a question uh, before I bring on my special guest tonight? Have you ever, how many times have you done something or maybe you said something, and after doing it and after saying it, you ask yourself this question. You say, what in the world was I thinking? What did I do that for? And you end up scratching your head, and you wonder, what made me do that? And sometimes it can be a pattern of behavior or a pattern of thinking and you begin to feel like, man, I'm losing control. Or you feel like you are just under a spell. Guys, tonight we have a very special guest. His name is Jim Kelder. And he is a certified hypnotherapist. He's going to come on. He's going to tell us exactly what that means and how that plays into today's topic. Guys, let me go ahead and bring on Jim. Jim, introduce yourself to everybody. Guys, give Jim a big TMG. How you doing? Travis, thank you. I'm going to try to match your energy, but I don't think that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a certified hypnotherapist, so I help people with their personal problems, habits, and, and uh, making changes. I'm also a stage hypnotist, so I make funny people do, or I make people do funny stuff on stage. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, if you have not seen his show, if you've not seen anything on YouTube, it is hilarious. Uh, guys, Jim Kellner, when you get through with this, I want you to go check out his stuff on YouTube. I'm telling you, it's absolutely hilarious. Hey, Jim, I'm so glad you're here. I'm super excited. Uh, as you can see, and my wife sometimes says I wake up on 10. She says, tone it back, <laughs> tone it back. <laughs> I, I get up before she does. So she says, no, it's too early. It's, it's way too early. <laughs> so, But I wake up like this because I want to go ahead and seize my day and get started. So today's topic Jim, uh, I reached out to you and we collaborated and we talked about this. A lot of us, a lot of times, Jim, I've been there. I've said some stuff, done things, and you go, man, what in the world am I thinking? And you feel like we lose control. And we look at today's society and what's happening in the news and happening everywhere. It just seems like there's a lot of impulsive nature, a lot of impulsive behavior that's going on. It's just like people just losing control of just regular things that you would think that 20, 30 years ago, you'd be like, come on, God, you know not to do those things. But it just seems like there's a lot of um, a pattern of impulsiveness and impulsive nature happening. Are we losing control? Are we under a spell? What seems to be going on? And now you're a hypnotherapist, and I had your partner on here last time, man. Nice. And we had a wonderful time. And we talk about hypnosis and we hear it in the news and we've seen pictures of people with hypnosis. And we've even seen TV shows with people hypnotizing people. And when we think of hypnosis, you know what, Jim? We get a picture like this in our mind. Right. One sitting us down and swinging a clock in front of us, right? And yeah. I'm going to ask you, for your, you know, what exactly it is hypnosis we hear that so much what exactly is that well i was just thinking i should have brought a coffee cup and stirred stirred the coffee cup while we're doing this <laughs> i don't know if everybody's seen that movie but uh it's, a, it's bad news for hypnotists when uh, we see I know, right? so what is it um and i, I will just I, I want to tell everybody right out there right, right up front you know pretty much anything you've seen on tv or in movies about hypnosis is incorrect so don't believe the hype um, i wish it worked that good because if it did I'd be on an island somewhere with Taylor Swift. I, all um, right. <laughs> don't, don't tell my wife. Um, so, um, so um, with bags full of money, by the way. Um, so obviously it doesn't work as well as it does on TV or wouldn't be here. I mean, love you, Travis, but I, would, I wouldn't be here. But, <laughs> I know. Trust me, I, I wouldn't be here. I've Sorry. learned to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hypnosis is really just a way of, um, it's a way of bypassing the critical faculty. And the critical faculty is that part of us. So, you know, when you go, um, you know, I'm going to quit smoking. And you you think that's that's going to be fine. And, and But there's a part of you that's like, no, you can't quit. You've, you've tried that hundreds of times, thousands of times. And that's that critical faculty. What we do is we go around that critical faculty so that when, when you say to yourself or I say to you in hypnosis, you easily quit smoking, it gets easier. Mm. So there you go, guys. So what, here's what I hear. It's, it's like our minds, our, all of our minds has a guard. 
And hypnosis is a way to navigate around that natural guard that we have that's set up in our minds that really prevents us from really tapping into who we are, tapping into the potential that we have. And, and, and I like to say this, that we are all born gifted or however you want to say with abilities and potentials we we'll, we don't know about. And right. a lot of us, we, we settle for our minimum potential instead of maximizing our greatest potential a lot of times because maybe fear, previous traumas, it could be, you know, anxieties, it could be things like, you know, previous embarrassments or whatever it may be. And yeah. what we do is we settle in into a certain place and we think the mindset that we have is normal. We think it's us. And it really isn't because if we aren't living out our best lives, if we aren't trying each day to tap into our best potential and be who we can and be better, then we are settling for yeah, who can I, we could be. Can I just, I want to go back to what you said about um, we think it's us because that's a that's a big deal. And we're seeing a lot more about this um, in books and everything. Uh, Joe Dispenza, I think, getting, getting past you or something like, anyway, um, and I cover it in my upcoming book as well. There's just people are kind of attached to who they are. And if you're attached to who you are today, then then that version of you can't get those things that you want because if you could, you'd have already done it. Absolutely. And so you've got to let go. I've got to let go of the gym of today to move forward. And it really is, it's sort of like going through stages of life. You know, you go through, you know, you don't fight going through, you know, pu puberty. I mean, that just happens. So it doesn't, it doesn't mean it, you have to change completely, but there's parts of you that will have to change. You will have to become a new person if you want new things. Absolutely. Guys, did you hear that? If you want new things, we have to become a new person. Listen, those things are attached to who we become. We attract what we want, but as we go forward, becoming that individual. We attract that. It, we draw it to us. And as we go becoming that individual, it, we draw it. It's kind of like being in a room with a lot of CEOs. Does it make you a CEO? But it does begin to change this. It does. You do yeah. begin to see that, hey, it's possible. And hypnosis yeah. just says, you know, that it is possible. Well, actually, it's funny. Cool. I actually, I actually have a friend um, here in, in Seattle. And what he told me one time is he goes, you know what I really like about hanging out with you? He wants to be a hypnotist as well, a stage hypnotist and stuff. But he's still stuck in the in the nine to five grind. Um, he says, you know what I love hanging out with you, Jim? You show me what's possible. You know, mm. that, and he's like, you're just a regular guy, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I am. So, you know, um, it's just I just did things and became the person that that could do those things. Absolutely. Guys, and, and I, I've watched Jim's story, watched some of the things that he dealt with, overcame with, and he is a regular guy who just, the light switched. He flipped, he flipped the switch. There was no magic tricks. Yeah. There was no spell, nobody casting, that. no wish. Harry Potter. I know, right? <laughs> no Harry Potter, guys. This is the real thing. We want better, and hypnosis is one way. Hypnotherapy is a way to say you can get it. You can do it. And a lot of us, a lot of us, uh, Jim, we spent a lot of our lives uh, in that forever fight and forever struggle trying to make life better for ourselves. And it can just be one thought away. 
a different thought yeah. away. And a better life is a different thought away. If it we really just isn't. change how we appear, a better life is just a different thought away. It really is. And, and I think that we, a lot of times we don't even realize it, you know. I mean, you could just start start using your other hand to, to brush your teeth. You know, put your, your pants on the different leg, you know. Start, start doing things differently because, again, if you're not where you want to be in life, you don't have those things you want. You got to do something different. You got to do something different. Um, you can't, a lot of people, you know, and it's funny too, because a lot of people think that they just, that things just change overnight. You know, it's just like they wake up Correct. and boom. Um, but really what I have found for myself and what I see with my clients is it's really, it's brick by brick. You know, you're building a wall yeah. and it just, you're making here, you're making a little change and then maybe you'll put a bunch of bricks in it at once. And then it's, you know, it's kind of, a, it's kind of boring to be honest. It really is because there's no, um, every once in a while, and here's what I tell clients, you know, it's like, um, every once in a while, somebody will. Somebody will do this monumental thing. They'll, you know, they'll change their life completely. They drop 100 pounds, and then they go right. on TV, and they make a million dollars. But the reason we hear about those stories is because they're so rare. Correct. They're not regular way it happens. It's not sexy. It's not glamorous. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, you just got to get up every day and go for a walk if you want to take off the weight. You know, it's every day you got to you know, eat some more vegetables or whatever it is. They, they don't want to hear that. They want the magic. They want that. They want that magic wand. <laughs> and, and, and you're right. And that's and that's the whole point where when we do things and say things that are kind of impulsive natures and impulsive behaviors, yeah. it's because we, our minds are now programmed to have that instant gratification, that instant fix, that instant in the moment happening. And we can break away from those things. We were talking yeah. uh, earlier uh, this week, and we were talking about how our minds are programmed when we're ang anxious about things. We grab a bag of chips and start eating them, or right. we grab a Twinkie, or we grab the chocolate, or we get, uh, or, or we start cigarette. nervous pace. A or, cigarette, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, we, and people, and they get afraid of hypnosis, but mm -hmm. we're already hypnotized, aren't we, Jim? Already hypnotized. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's a funny thing is everybody thinks that that I'm going to hypnotize them to do to do things that, that they don't want to do, but they're already doing the things they don't want to do. Oh, <laughs> right. <man. laughs> so I mean, really, you know, um, it's so funny because that's it's it constantly in the media, and you know, people get this idea that that uh, you know I'm going to make them do all these things, and yet they're telling me, but I, I have you know, and this is the funny thing they'll say, well, I don't want somebody to have control over my mind. I go, well. I won't, but wouldn't it be great if I did? Because, because <laughs> you don't have control over your mind. So exactly. let me help you. Let me help you get control over your mind. And I got to tell you, too, the thing that I call stress the root of all evil. Um, I do because it's it's the thing that makes us eat more, drink more, kick the dog, you know, yell at your wife, all those things, <laughs> right? Um, and so th that's one of the key things that we got to do in life is just try to, to deal with that stress. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so many times uh, uh, we get stressed and our, our tone will change with individuals. Yeah. Our attitudes will change. Our approach will change. And it's not, and it's the same person we just saw 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes yeah. ago, Jim. Right. But stress right. hit us and it, it has told us this is what you should do. This is how you should act. Guys, we are already hypnotized. When you go to the store and you see something that says brand new, we are hypnotized to go ahead and grab it because it says brand new. Yeah. And we're talking about 
impulsive behaviors because what do we do? We impulsively buy it. We impulsively act on it. We impulsively say it. We impulsively do it. And then we do it. We said earlier, we begin scratching our heads. Why did I buy this car? I can't afford it. Why did I get these clothes? And I know I have other uh, needs at this point in time. And we have these things. And, well, what can I do about it? And, and a lot of times we hear, well, hypnosis can make me stop smoking, can make me stop losing weight. But hypnosis taps into who we are, Jim. It taps into the person that's already there. Yeah, every I tell this, everybody, every millionaire was already a millionaire even before they made their first million. The person that you want to become is already in you. It's already inside of you. Whatever, however you, wherever you expire to be in life, you are already that person. Uh, and hypnotherapy helps to bring that out. And these impulsive things that we have that we see that's going on, there are ways that we can help avoid that. Let me ask you this question. So we see a lot happening, right? We see a lot happening uh, that some might say are impulsive behaviors. Right, impulsive yeah. behaviors, and we might be guilty, uh, getting up in the middle of the night eating that chocolate cake, right? You know, uh, g- guilty of some of these type of behaviors. How is it, or, or how is it, what, or what can you offer to help provide us with a different choice to kind of stay in control? Because impulse tells me I lost control. What, yeah. what can we do? Let me give a shout out to Jeffrey real quick. That's a friend of mine. Um, so uh bradley so you know we're talking about these impulsive behaviors you know these and and everything and just and just remember everything that you're doing really is a part of you thinks that's a positive thing right you don't believe it right you don't believe it because um you know you think that that cigarettes are a bad thing but here's the thing the subconscious mind has it's the the main goal the subconscious mind is to keep you alive so if you're alive today it's been successful Okay, so whatever you're doing, it's like we're not stopping that because you know we're not, or we're not changing anything because that could cause you to die. I mean, that's that's kind of at the root, kind of. Um, so when you when you do a, a behavior over and over again, and smokers find this, I found this out when I started smoking. And I mean, I smoked for several months, or um, and I would just oh, I quit anytime. It's no big deal. I smoke once, and then several days, you know, go by, I wouldn't have one, and right. then. All of a sudden, it changes because what you're doing is you're laying down the neural pathways are being built. You're just building the habit. That's all you're doing. And they're like train tracks, these neural mm. pathways. Once they're there, you can't get rid of them. There's, they're there forever. Now, what you can do is you can, over time, they get covered up by other, other stuff or you can divert them. But what we find is then when you're in a high, high moment of stress, it's pretty easy to get, find that train track again. You know, you just, so what I do in hypnosis, a lot of what I do is just coaching. You know, and I'll use smoking as an example because it's, it's so, it's such a, it's such a funny thing because what clients will tell me is, um, they, well, I can't quit smoking because how do I deal with my stress? And I go, I don't smoke. How do I deal with my stress? Oh, wow. You know, your, you know, your wife doesn't smoke. How do they deal with their stress? It's like we have different choices. Now, some people may have other choices. Hey, Natasha. So they may reach for the chocolate cake or they, or maybe they go for a walk. Or maybe they meditate. Maybe they just take a few minutes for themselves. Right. So what, what we're doing is we're teaching people different ways to deal with that stress and to divert those, those tracks, those neural pathways into a new behavior. And in hypnosis, 
a lot of what I do is just convince them it's possible because because the because they have come to the place their their mm. conscious mind has come to a place where I can't quit smoking. I've tried it. Right. Every time exactly. I try it, it hurts. It hurts when I exactly. try to quit smoking. You know, it hurts when I try to quit drinking. It hurts when mm -hmm. I stop eating cake, whatever. And Correct. it's just convincing that that conscious mind or getting around it to the subconscious and saying, you can do this. You can do this, dude. You can do every a lot of a thousand of other people have done it. Why not you? Oh, wow. Got the, did you hear that? I'm going to type that in chat real quick. And all I'm going to type is this. Why? Not you. We'll put that in check, guys. Why not you? That is a question, guys. I mean, to me, that's a great question to start your day off with. When you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, why not me? When you're going yes. throughout your day, why not me? When you're looking at TV and you see something that you like and you see someone living a life that you want to live or having some characteristics that you would like to have and embody in yourself, why not me? Uh, if there's habits and things that you want to break, why not me? Uh, I, I'm still in that gym, by the way. Um, hmm. I'm going to put a little trademark next time you see it. It's got a little R around it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, actually, it's, it's actually the topic of, of one of my talks that I do is, mm -hmm. is why not you? And I came to this over time because because I kept asking myself, I get these opportunities. Even when I got my TEDx talk, I got an email and I was like, why me? Why would they want me? There's all these other hypnotists that are way more qualified. Why, why me? Right. And, um, and so, and then I got this other opportunity. And finally I caught myself and I said, I said, um, I said, why not you? You're, you're mm. world renowned, just Jim Kellner. You know, why not there you? There you go. You know, why not you, Travis Patton Sr.? You know, why not you? And yeah. I'll tell you, it was, it was funny. Um, my assistant actually she um, we were talking one time and she said i want to submit you for this summit it was a it was a big deal i don't even know if i told her this um and when she um and i was and i knew who was going to be presenting it's all these big names in hypnosis and uh, my first thought was again why me and then i was like and it was a tough one to go Ooh, why not you? and then i got invited to speak and i'm like wow this is crazy so <laughs> It's uh yeah, don't stop asking yourself why me and say well, why not you? That's a great question, man. Guys, I mean, just that alone, and you you said so I'm gonna circle back to something you said, uh, that when we have these impulsive natures, behaviors, or these habits, we we all we've done really is lay down a train track so the train can go, right? So we're we're connecting the dots. If we didn't lay the train track, the train would, would stop, it would derail. And that's the same way. For anything, any new behavior we want, if we just get up and just be consistent in something small, we begin to lay the train tracks for that very thing also. And if we can lay train tracks for things we don't like, we can lay train tracks for things we do like. It works the same way. It does. And we find ourselves doing things, and we it's like that train. We find ourselves arriving in places we've always wanted to arrive at. We find ourselves arriving in destinations and being in places we've always wanted to be because we've laid down that track. We've laid down that track. So that's good. That's good. Ask that question. Though so, uh, we hear this. Let me ask you this. And, 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 and hypnosis 
has always had kind of a, a, a negative connotation or, or mystical kind of connotation a, attached to it. Um, what might be some signals? You know, we're talking about impulsive natures here. What might be some signals that we are acting or responding impulsively? And what in the world can we do? Because I know if you're listening to this tonight or if you're going to listen to it later on, we all have done that, said that, like, man, what in the world? What are some signals that we're acting impulsively? Or are there any that we can notice? Well, what I would, what I would say is, um, is you really want to – I think it's tough if you're not working with somebody. And I don't mean just a hypnotist because if, if that's not your thing, you could also utilize guided meditation or you could use uh, cognitive behavioral therapy or, or something like that. Um, so – um, it really is. It's, it's tough at first. It really Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Please, if you're doing this on your own, it, it, I'll be honest, it really is tough to do on your own at first because you've got to start to, what, you, what I want you to do is, is just start paying attention. That's the problem is most of us, we are just, we're just going through life, we're hypnotized. We're not paying attention, right? right. We're just going, we're just, we're just coasting through life. And if you don't believe me, think about this. You ever lost your car keys? It's because you were hypnotized, right? You I love that. Put, you put your car keys down. You weren't focused. Um, there's a really – the other thing, too, is I would say is um, – before I forget, I'll come back to that, too. But I want to – there's a one of my colleagues, Dr. Dr. Richard Nongard. Um, he did a, TED, a TEDx talk on mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And mindfulness I have found to be a, just an incredibly powerful self-help tool. And at its essence, the way you practice mindfulness – is you focus on your breathing. And so, you know, as I'm talking to you, I can kind of just focus on each breath in, each breath out. And when you're driving, when you're whatever you're doing, you just focus on that. It keeps you in the moment so your mind isn't everywhere else. Correct, correct. And then when and most of us we we can kind of tell if you start paying attention, if you if you're paying attention from now on, just, just make a note or something, a sticky note, I'm going to pay attention, because you start to feel yourself escalate. Correct. And that's when you know, you know, okay, you know what, I'm not in a good place right now. So I need to, I need to go away. Or I because a lot of what a lot of people do myself included, sometimes it's like, I feel it coming on, I'm irritable, I'm and I don't mm -hmm. do anything about it. And I just keep going. And then what do you know, then I, I snap at my wife, or I, I do whatever. It's a great time to go for a walk around the block. Correct. It's a good time Correct. To, to do some deep breathing. It's a great time to, you know, do do whatever you think is going to help you to de-escalate that. And um, I think it'll make a big difference. It's it's that paying attention part. After a while, like now, like I can recognize it almost immediately. I'm like, I go, ah, yep, I'm getting to that place. If I don't do something, that I'm going to pull the trigger. Exactly. And, and and I do the same thing. Uh, 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 Jim, what I do a lot of times with mindfulness, uh, when I feel myself getting to that point, you, I'm just slow my breathing down. And, and I heard that I heard someone say this. 
when we begin to slow our breathing down and let our breathing take over, it begins to feed oxygen to the front part of our brain where we do most of, you know, to a part of our brain that does all the thinking. And we can begin to become more rational than irrational. And yeah. we begin to we become, we can start thinking through the consequences a little bit better. Right. You know, when you're, when you're getting ready in a car lot, and the and the salesman's all hype and excited. He's got you all ready to buy. Yeah, man, ride a car. Yeah. And we're all emotional, but we're not calm. We're not focused. We leave yeah. the lot with a wonderful looking car until that first payment comes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're reminded, I knew I should not have gotten this vehicle. <laughs> and it's too late because they won't take it back now, Jim. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there is no returns. You know, I, want, I want to give a shout out to Mark, and he just reminded me of something because, um, you know, I used to have really terrible, like, just get so angry in traffic, and I will still um, if I don't do something about it. And so one of the things, and I worked with a client on this too because I, I did it for myself, and then um, I worked with a client. She said it made a huge difference is if you will take whatever that thing is that's bothering you, whether it's your, your spouse or the, the person at the bar or, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're driving or whatever, just think of that as the as a color. You think of that as some kind of a color that you can associate with that. For me, it was red. It was like the anger of red, that uh, what you associate with that situation. And then just imagine yourself floating up above it mm. and then looking down. And I found that was really powerful because I kind of get this almost a smug a smug feeling because I'm like, oh, I'm above all that. Oh, you know, yeah. you can't bother me. I'm above. I'm above all this. <laughs> Guys, listen. What we're saying is this. We all will be faced with uh, impulse emotions, impulse feeling, because we're human. We're not saying that we're uh, uh, superhuman, but we're saying there are things that we can do and what Jim does with hypnotherapy is help us tap into it once again, guys, to what is possible inside of us. And, you know, the show TMG, uh, Tell Me Something Good, it's all about speaking to what's positive and what's possible in us. What is possible? Because we all want to know what we're possible or capable of doing the potential that lies in all of us. And that's what we all want to know about. Um, good strategy, Natasha. So Natasha had a great strategy. And what did Natasha say? Uh, yeah, I like that. Setting some random alarms on her phone with little messages to stop. Oh, that's good. Take a few minutes. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is don't, don't try to push through it because I, most of us were just not strong enough. We fail. And so this, and this, this is, and I'll tell you, this is one of the greatest, this is one of the greatest things that I came uh, a while back was like, I'm going to fail at things. So what can I do to pre prevent myself from failing? And uh, the great example of that is my phone. My, when I go to a store, I go to the doctor or something, I always, always want to lay it on the counter. I always want to do that. But I did that once and I, and I ran back in and some woman was starting to put it in her purse. And I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, seriously. And she was, oh, I thought it was mine. Like, oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, right. Um, sure you did. So what? So what I have to do is I have to I have to consciously say to myself every time I start. No, I never put it. No matter how convenient it is, I never set my phone down. I never set it. It goes into my pocket. 
So um, a lot of times people will, will look at successful people and they'll think, oh, they just born that way. Pfft, Correct. Believe me, people, I was not born this way. I was not born. <laughs> I was not born, you know, the badass Jim Keller. I was not. <laughs> or maybe I was. Actually, let me just say that because you had mentioned something earlier that we were kind of born with this thing. I think I think we're like a new car. When we're born, we're a new car. We roll off the but then we get all the dings and we get the, the chips exactly. in, the, in the windshield. If you think that, you know, well, you know, because people always say, well, just be yourself. Boom, crap yourself. Be a better yourself. A better um, you version who, of yourself. And you don't even know who you are because you've got all these dents. You've got all these cracks in the windshield. You don't even know who you are. Exactly. Jim, you're reading my brain, man. I, I tell people that. <laughs> You have no clue who you are as right. long as we are alive. One thing I love about the human mind and about humans is that we're ever evolving. We're ever yeah. changing. We're ever e adapting. And we, who you were when you were seven is not who you are when you're 18, not who right. you were when you're 20, not when you were in your 30s or your 40s. So to say, be yourself, you don't know who that person is. So I heard someone say this before, and I completely wholeheartedly agree with it it is well and it is okay to say when someone asks hey be yourself or who are you it's okay to say hey i'm still evolving i don't yeah, know absolutely. who i really am right now i'm still evolving i'm 52 years old jim i have no clue who i'm going to be at 62 right. or 72 i just know who i am now embrace that and become the better version of who you are uh being yourself what does that even mean yeah it really it's such a it's such a trite cliche i think i think there's a i think there's a i think there's a good there's um there's good intentions behind it you know people Absolutely. are saying don't change your don't change yourself for other people what they're really meaning or or don't you know don't you know if you're an artist don't change yourself to go do this or something it gives people this idea that um that they, they shouldn't change. And a lot of people think they can't change. They're like, well, I've been this way for 52 years. You know, how can I possibly change? But you've changed all kinds of things throughout your life. Absolutely. Whether you, whether you know it, whether you think about it or not. And, and here's, what, here's what I think about this. When we hear the word change and we talk about uh, impulsive behaviors, you know, the first thing we start thinking, oh, man, this is going to be tough. Or this is going to be hard. You just, right. you just hit the key. You said we change things all our lives. We didn't give it a whole lot of thought. We changed a whole lot. Uh, let me ask you this. All right, so you said you do uh, on stage. You do what you do on stage. I've seen you do it. Uh, I've seen you reach with uh, high school students. I've seen you know, your TEDx was taught was good. Uh, colleges, everywhere on stages. And so comedy. Comedy, right? Comedy. Yeah. You're pretty funny. Yeah, you're pretty funny. Uh, he's hiding it, guys. Uh, this guy, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why he's hiding. He's hiding. Well, serious topic, stand, you know, serious topic. I, I've seen your stand-up, Jim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you have successfully kind of married these two, right? Yeah. You've kind of infused uh, it into your career. Uh, are there ways that we can kind of use humor along with some tips of end of therapy to kind of uh, – to help uh, see the funny side of things when things are kind of going crazy, when we see this impulsive stuff happening, when and that we can see the funny side of things when we might, uh, you know, kind of feel like we're losing control. 
I'll tell you one of the things that I've worked with some clients and it just I, it just occurred to me one time when I was working with one client, she was telling me this story about her office environment. And the more she told me, I almost started I almost started breaking out laughing because the reason was it sounded like a sitcom to me. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is like a Seinfeld episode right here. And so <laughs> so what I do, you know, um, what I do is I is um, with with clients sometimes is I just have them, you know, look at these things because really the, the difference between something being, you know, sad or frustrating or being funny, they're pretty close, you know. Mm. Like you just blow them up, you make it bigger. And so if you can think about your favorite, your favorite sitcom and these people that are doing these things, like the people in traffic, you know. You know, how would George Costanza react to this situation or, exactly. or Kramer or or whatever your favorite show is? And you start to go, it starts to get funny. And it's hard to be stressed. It's hard to be angry when you're laughing. I love that. I love that. It's hard to be angry when you're laughing. Now, I know someone personally who's really good at that. Um, they may be upset about something and, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll show it a little bit. But one thing they really do is they they will start thinking about something that was funny and then they'll just kind of roll off their back. And my wife, she's, she's pretty good at that. She'll think about something that's funny and then she'll like, eh, and it's gone. So, so that switch is there. That switch is there. It can be turned on. It can be turned off. Uh, we just have to be willing to do that. Uh, I love the comments that everyone is, is, is joining in. Uh, Natasha has, Habit stacking is the most powerful strategy ever. Repeat one thing. Absolutely. Repeat one thing until it becomes as natural response, a natural response. Motivation will come and go, but when you lack motivation, those unconscious automatic reflex actions will still get things done. Natasha, your point, your point on with that. That's the point about building those small, consistent things. You said those building those layers, those bricks, one yeah. thing after the next. It's a little foundation. So you may not feel motivated because it's raining outside, or you may not feel motivated because your favorite TV show was canceled or your favorite team lost or whatever it might be. But those things that we build, those will always be there. We'll find ourselves doing those automatically, like Natasha said. Why not me? Making statements like that and then acting on those things every day. I love that. Yeah. And you know what's, um, and, and really, if you can link those habits, you know, um, so like, like one of the things that I started doing was um, I was trying to figure out when I, when I would do pushups and I, I was trying to, and I read Atomic Habits and that may be where she's taught from what she's, what she's talking about right now. Or there was another book, The Power of Habit or something. I think it's mentioned with different names in each book, mm -hmm. but I would start, I would, um, I would, I said, okay, well, when I, when I'm making coffee, it's a perfect time for me to do a few a few push-ups, a few squats, just body weight stuff. And, uh, and you know, it became such a, just a routine, just a habit, because you're already doing this one thing that you have. It's already habitually trained. I'm going to make coffee. It's morning time. Absolutely. So I do my push-ups. Absolutely. Uh, like like uh, my wife and, have, and I have a routine. Uh, I wake up before she does, so I come downstairs and I do the treadmill. You know, every day, every day. Yeah. And it, it, I don't feel like doing it every day, but uh, oh, yeah. my but my mind says get, my mind said get up and do it, get up and do it. So before I know it, and there are days, Jim, I said no, I'm not going to do it, but I'm saying no while I'm on the treadmill because <laughs> my mind Dude. is already doing it. <laughs> 
Travis, this is the biggest myth I think about exercise is people look at people that exercise and go, oh, well, they're just lucky. They like doing it or, you know, they're just really motivated. No, I went for years without, 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 without exercising. And, and yeah, it's just, you know, you do it when you don't want to do it. It doesn't matter if you want to do it. You just do it because you made that goal. You know, it's good for you. You just do it. And I remember when I was, uh, when I was running a lot, I was running at lunch every time when I was working at this one clinic and, and I would just be, and what I found myself was just calling myself, oh, this sucks. I hate this. I hate this. And I said, no, that, that you can't do that. I started saying, I love this. I love this. And I'm going, no, Absolutely. I don't. I go, yes, I do. I love this. Oh, it's so awesome. And after I never started loving it, but it wasn't as unpleasant. Exactly. <laughs> Change the mindset. So we mentioned something. Natasha mentioned something. You've been mentioning something. I mentioned something. You have a book coming out, Jim. Have you settled on the name of the book when it's coming out? Yeah. So Natasha's mentioning my former book, which is going to is getting re-edited. It'll be released in the fall, I think. I haven't coming out. And uh, brace yourself, everyone. It's called Your Life Sucks, How to Fix It. There's the comedy <laughs> for this. <laughs> Did you hear that? And so um, Your Life Sucks, that? and Here's How to Fix It. Yeah, and it just came to me one time when I was driving, and you know, it's not the best. I'll be honest, it's not the best title, um, but it gets the people's attention. And I think what it does is it it zeroes in on my audience, the people that I'm addressing. Right. If your life sucks, buy the book. If your life doesn't suck, don't buy it. Exactly. You know what? I like the topic. I like the title. It, it would grab me. I like that because it was it was it says something to everybody, regardless of what level or where you are in your advancement in life or where you are right. your achievements in life there's some parts of your life that do you just don't quite agree with you and a lot of times it's like our lives can be in contradiction we're really great up here but yeah. not so great down here yeah and and life happens in between the gaps totally. we're great here down here not so but in that middle spot that gap that's where we start feeling it. That's where the that's where the issues come in. That's where the impulsive natures come in. That's where the anger comes in. That's where the you know the road rage comes in. It's exactly. life happens always in between the gaps. So you have this great book coming out, guys. So you also have a podcast, uh, Jim, don't I do. you? I do. It's called Exploring Awesome, and that's what I do. I explore um, awesome people with, and they they share their tips for living a more awesome life. So I've met a lot of cool people doing it, and uh, I get a lot of uh, a lot of great tips for for living an awesome life. That's pretty cool. Where can they hear it? Like on uh, all the platforms, uh, Spotify. Where can they hear it on? Yeah, on all the on Spotify is the best right now. I'm I'm trying to get there's uh, I'm importing from uh, the platform I used before, and it's just been a nightmare. So um, it's hard to get it on Apple right now, I think, and Google. But you can definitely get it on Spotify. Awesome guys, or on my website, or on my—I mean, my YouTube channel. Uh, on his you on YouTube, guys, and I have been th throughout the show. I have been kind of showing everybody your uh, the link to your website there. Uh, guys, you got to go there. Uh, his TED Talk is absolutely amazing, phenomenal. Everything is phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna go over the joke you did earlier. Uh, he said, you know, lots. He said this joke um, um, on on YouTube on his TED Talk. He said, "Have you ever?" been someone's been talking to you and you tuned them out and you couldn't hear them you're like yeah yeah he said that's called hypnosis he said has your wife ever been talking to you and it tuned out 
He said, no. He said, has anyone else been talking to you and tuned out? He said, that's called your wife. Uh, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you, you don't want to tune that one out. Um, but guys, listen, <laughs> what else we got in here? Somebody else put something in the chat. Let's see what we got here. Thank you, Natasha. Oh, look at Natasha. I love that. I love that. Look at that. That's what you call having backup and having help. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's amazing. And the Exploring uh, Awesome group. That's right. And Facebook. there's Facebook. There it is right there. And let me tell somebody, um, if you Google Kids Meet a Hypnotist, you will have you'll have a blast with that. It's it's so funny. It's so charming. I love that. That's my probably my favorite thing I've ever done. I, I actually would love to see I, Kids Meet a Hypnotist. I'm going to have to check that out. Kids Meet a Hypnotist, yeah. I, and you, know, I, you said you said something earlier, and I don't remember what um, what made me think about it. But you know, one thing to to remember is is wherever you are right now, you probably those. I was I was talking about great gratitude, being grateful for you because like where I'm at right now, I'm unbelievably grateful. I can't even believe it. Um, but there's still a part of me that wants to do more, and sometimes I get frustrated while I'm not there yet. And then I have to remember, for all of us though, I don't care what job you're working at right now. I'll bet I'll bet there was a time. When you were excited and you were hoping, you were hoping they Absolutely. were going to call you. And when you got that call, I don't care what it was—a burger flipper working at, you know, working at Seven Eleven or working at the at the office, whatever—you told your friends, "I got hired," you know, or before exactly. that, you know, you know. So we got to be grateful for where we're at, still striving, but be grateful for where we're at. You worked for it. Absolutely, and 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 guys, understand this: where we are, where we are. Uh, you know, the achievements that we have accomplished, you've earned that achievement. Celebrate yeah. yourself for that achievement. And don't let the dullness of what happens around us cause us to slip away from that. Because, again, like Jim said, you know what? It, when they called you, you were we were excited. When they emailed yeah. you and they gave you the offer letter, we were excited. Oh, I got it. I can't believe they hurt me. Even if it was just because you had bills to pay. Maybe you weren't excited about the job, but you were excited to pay your bills. You know? Exactly. I don't like working here, but I like the money. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but over time, like a new car you gave earlier, the new car, the paint begins to lose its luster. Right. The windshield gets cracked from a rock. And now that new car no longer has that new car smell. It smells like the burgers we had or, you know, the pizza right. we brought home, right? right. And, and there's that straw from uh, the soda we're supposed to be drinking. And the car no longer looks great to us. And we decide to go buy something new. We, that impulse hits us. And we don't think it through. We don't stop and breathe and take our time and think through it, and that impulse nature hits us, and we find ourselves finding and going back to that same default behavior that we were previously in that we don't want to do, that made us do this. Oh, why did I do that? Am I losing control? Am I under a spell? It all begins, the constant theme I keep hearing, build on something start small it doesn't have to be big start small maybe you start by making your bed every day and so yeah. if the day wasn't great but you accomplished making that bed every day you can look forward to that one thing that you built that one consistency on and it grows 
from there. It grows from there. Guys, today we talked about under a spell. Do you feel like you're just losing your mind, that you're just going through life, that something else is controlling you, and you just feel like you're just so impulsive? Jim Kellner has shared some great information, some great tips on what we can do and on how we can manage these impulsive things that we seemingly say we can't do without, that we have to have, that we're going to do it no matter what. And guys, I'm here to tell you that is not the truth. Let me get started here with this, Jim, real quick. If I don't, somebody's going to say something to me. Jim, let me tell you this, man. Thank you so much for joining the show. I'm absolutely excited and ecstatic that you decided to take the time out your day and be here. Thank you for having me, Travis. Having a blast, really. Great conversation. I love it. I love it. Guys, listen, you know what time it is. It's that time. We got to get out of here today. I'm super excited that everybody joined in. Everybody was listening. And listen, if you're going to go back and watch this, you better watch it and enjoy it. Or maybe you decide you're going to tune in on one of your favorite streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, oh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so many more. And don't forget you can tune in right here each week, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook. That's 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time, guys. Don't forget, you can join in right here. And if you're going to tell me something, tell me something good. I'm out of here. Peace. We got to go, y'all. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.